Hey everyone, this is your girl Calliope K, and you're listening to Please Not So Loud. This is a podcast where I share funny, sad, but true stories about being a mom. Hey, hey, hey everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. How was everybody's week been? How was the weekend? How are you overall today? Y'all, I'm not even going to lie today. I woke up a little bit frustrated. So here's the thing. Last night, I want to say about 10 o'clock at night, I went to use the restroom and found out that the toilet was over flooding. And my 11-year-old didn't say anything about it. He didn't say anything. He he just was like, well, I I think... He was talking about my youngest. I think he did it. It was a lot of toilet paper in there. And I was like, so your thought process was to go ahead and flush the toilet anyways, instead of just come to get me. So we're dealing with uh, plumbing issues this morning, and hopefully we will make it through the day. (laughs) I've tried to look stuff up on YouTube. I've tried just about everything. Plumbing, something about putting... um, dish soap in there nothing's working nothing's working so it looks like a plumber is gonna have to come out especially because we only have one bathroom so today ought to be interesting the kids are learning from home so (laughs) it's gonna be a fun exciting day but today I thought that I would actually share a story about myself and the time that my son called me a cow all right let's set the scene not just joking he was around I want to say my son was around five years old and oh he may have been four he may have been four years old and I was pregnant with uh, my daughter and my husband and I we we were really looking into like breastfeeding and how you know what what we wanted to do what we wanted to do we tried breastfeeding with my oldest but it did not go well at all so we wanted to try this realm and it really interest it really interested my husband because it was free <laughs> y'all bottom line it was free it was like what we was tired of paying almost $30 for formula at least twice a week, at least twice a week. He was like, yeah, let's try it out. Let's see. Let's see if you like it. You know, uh, we do understand that some moms are not able to do this. So it is a blessing that I was able to learn how to do this. And I'm very thankful for that. So we are always pro feed your baby, you know, any way that you can, any way that helps them grow and to be healthy. And this is one of the options because we did both formula for our oldest and then for our youngest two, we uh, breastfed. So we know what both of those um, those things look like. We decided to go to a free class. It was at Babies R Us. Like here, we don't have a Babies R Us anymore. Babies R Us was, I guess, like a, (laughs) that's funny, a spinoff store. Let's say sister store, I'm guessing that's what they'll call it. A sister store to Toys R Us. So quick story, y'all. I used to 
before they shut it down, I worked at Babies RS when I had first started college. It 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 was something. Let's just say that it was something. All right, so fast forward. So he's about four years old, and uh, my husband was like, "Yeah, let's go to this free this free meeting, I guess, about breastfeeding, so we can get more information." So we went to the Babies R Us store, and we're sitting in these comfy rocking chairs, big belly and all. And there's several other ladies around, and I'm looking around thinking that other husbands are going to be there. Nope, just mine. So, of course, the, instruct- the instructor picks on my husband. And she was like, so what do you think about this? He was, <laughs> it was the funniest moment. He raised his hand and was like, well, I think that it's free. And everyone just started laughing. And then he had the most questions because he was willing. He was very willing to be very successful at this. The zero dollars thing. Yeah, he was going to be successful. So he asked about all the creams and he asked about um, how to get the baby to latch. Like all this information and that no, that none of us, none of us pregnant ladies were, were even trying to ask. But he got all the information. And I remember us walking out of the store. And he's like, yeah, we're going to do this. I was like, okay, great. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, well, we tried it the first time. It didn't work. What makes you think it's going to work this time? So my daughter comes along and we end up getting a manual breast pump, y'all. Let me tell you, if you want hand exercises, a manual breast pump is it. Because it'll work you my hands was hurting so yeah we got this manual breast pump and we're laying in the hospital still because we're wanting to go ahead and start um collecting what milk we can um at this point putting in bags freezing them you know you know the whole work so here we are in the hospital and my son comes in and he sees my daughter for the very first time he sees her and the first thing that he tries to do is say, mommy, I think she's hungry. I was like, she's hungry? I don't I don't think so. I think she just ate. He was like, well, can I share my popcorn with her? It was the sweetest thing. Like it never happened. It will never happen today. But back then it was the sweetest thing. I was like, no, buddy, you can't share popcorn. She can't eat popcorn. He was like, well what does she what does she eat? So I looked at my husband because a lot of people I want to say on my side of the family didn't necessarily understand breastfeeding I hope that makes sense to some people so they were kind of like uh you shouldn't do that in public they you know kind of like that you know you shouldn't do that in public um formula is probably a better way to go so you don't have to do that they were just kind of kind of kind of on that and so like we really wanted to explain to our five-year-old this is what's going on. This is how mommy feeds. But of course, you have to break it down. So this was probably my fault. The easiest way I could break it down was like I said, well, you know how cows have udders. Udders help baby cows to drink milk. So he was sitting there. He was like, oh, okay, so sissy is drinking milk. So milk is what she eats. I was like, yeah, okay, this is good. This parenting thing ain't so hard. He understands it. He got it. Yes. All right, high five, high five for the parents, one for the parents, right? <laughs> so days later, you know, we're just walking around, we're having visitors, you know, as as one does, we're having visitor, visitors, and I just so happened to be feeding 
our daughter and I remember hearing I think maybe it was my in-laws speaking and my son goes yeah mommy's a cow mommy mommy she's a cow she's a cow she's a cow they were like huh they was like she's a cow and they were like what do you mean she's a cow he's like well she has milk and cows make milk so she's a cow I could not hold it in because it was very insightful from a five-year-old brain. (laughs) He really equated me to a cow. And to hear it, to hear it and be like, oh, wow. Because, you know, after you've been pregnant, you still like have that pregnancy. I'm like, ooh, am I a cow? Do I look like a cow? But I had to break it down. I was like, logically, he's saying I'm a cow because I give milk. I just thought it was the cutest thing, y'all. I was like, okay, well, I'll be a cow today. I'd be a cow today. So one of the things about breastfeeding that I've enjoyed is the understanding that my children have gained just about the human body alone because I don't have to hide much because I get to explain that. Now, I know you'll be like, well, how do you explain that to kids who are nonverbal? I'll give you an example. Um, My daughter, she's nonverbal and I remember having our youngest son and she had a doll and she was breastfeeding her doll and people couldn't understand. They felt really offended, which wowed me. I was like, wow, you're offended by her emulating what she sees. They were really offended by this and I think it made them uncomfortable I think it really made them uncomfortable. So I'm just trying to figure out why we're still having this conversation in this day and time on whether breastfeeding or feeding your kid is a problem, to be quite honest. Like sometimes, I'm not even going to lie, from the breastfeeding community, like I see some people put down people who are feeding their kids with, with formula. I'm like, you know what? The problem I'm having here is that we're moms and we're you we're pinning each other against each other about how we feed our kids Instead of understanding that our kids still have to eat. That blows my mind every time. So I like, um, I really, I really got to see two point of views. And I don't think one is better than the other. I really don't. I think as they start to grow, then it might be like a little bit differently on how they eat. And for example, I'll give you an example. So when you go to get like a jar of baby food, we do notice how much sugar is in it. And we did understand that with our first child, we were buying those jars of baby food. We didn't know. We was what, 18? No, 1920. 1920 is how old we were. And we didn't realize how much sugar was in those. So now it's really sweet. So then when we go to introduce, for instance, a jar of bananas and then take it and replace it with a real banana, it's just not the same because the sugar the sugar's not there. Whereas we took um we took a banana and we just gave it straight to the two youngest and uh, they still like just the natural sweetener of fruit. We do see that. But as far as like breastfeeding and using formula, we just try to feed them the way that we knew how at the time. And I think that some people are put down because of how they feed their kids. And we shouldn't do that, y'all. You know, I ain't here to preach, but goodness gracious, there's enough tough stuff going on in the world to be ar- than to be arguing about how we feed our kids um, when we are trying to do the best as parents each and every day. 
So, yeah, I just wanted to share a little bit of me (laughs) and how, like, we fed our kids and how we kind of see things as far as breastfeeding goes and how we see, you know, this could lead to a whole different topic just about like how much baby stuff is to even begin with. Y'all, I haven't had babies since, uh, let's see, how old is my youngest? He's about to be six in February. Well, it is February, huh, February 1st today. Um, so he's about to be six. So it's been a while since they've been babies, but I can only imagine that the price keeps going up. If the price was in the $30, like in the $30 range for Similac, I can only imagine that it's higher. I just wonder why that is. Like, why is it so expensive to be able to take care of a small baby? (laughs) Y'all diapers, I'm not even going to kid you. Diapers were expensive. I think it was like $30 as well for um, a pack that may last you maybe a week. So that's a thing too. And that's uh, one of the reasons why um, we took the time that we did to uh, potty train the two and nonverbal. And if you want to hear more about how we actually got them to uh, use the bathroom on their own and communicate with us on how they had to go, especially when we didn't have the whole pointing system down and, you know, like small words to work from y'all let me know in the reviews or the comments. And I think I'm going to like link one of my emails to this. Y'all have so many emails. I really want to make an email for this podcast specifically, but until the, but until then, I think I'm going to link an email in the description. So you all can tell me some more of the topics that you would like to hear, because I think it can be very interesting to hear how you may have potty trained your kids, what worked, what didn't work, where you could see there could be improvement of somebody else who might be struggling, like any of that, like any information we can gather as a community will help anyone as far as I can see. I will be putting that in the description. And also, like, think about this. If your kid calls you a cow and you're breastfeeding, think of it as a good thing. I I know, I think I know so many people who would have took that negatively, but just the thought process that your kid put two and two together about feeding another child is just, it's just great beyond belief. And that excites me to know that a little five-year-old can put that together. He may not have been able to express what I was doing, but he said, yeah, I was a cow. And basically I, I was feeding our daughter. But, you know, I'm to be honest, like from that situation, it's easier to move. It's easier to move into a different discussion just about the human body in general, because you start you have a foundation to kind of start from, because then we got to grow and be like, okay, well, this is this and this is this. And especially when you have like we have two boys and a girl. So now we're having to explain, you know, what body parts are and stuff like this. So then it sets the foundation for when you get older and have to have a conversation, if you want to call it the birds and the bees or whatever. I, yeah, I still don't know a story about the birds and the bees. I don't understand. I, I've never heard the story. I just know how it worked. I think it, I, you just learn. But I think they took that stuff out of school for the kids to, like, learn. Actually learn about it instead of, like, learning from their friends and stuff. Um, yeah, we had sex education back then. They do not have that now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I would just like to know... Like, how did you feed your kid? How did you get them to eat vegetables? What did you do? What are some of the things you tried? 
speaking of like eating vegetables, like sometimes it's just about placing it in front of them or just leaving it in the refrigerator. Like oddly enough, like Oddly enough, my youngest, he went into the refrigerator, I want to say last week, y'all, to get some spinach. This guy likes nothing green. He only likes fruit. But the spinach was crunchy. So that's maybe you can try that. Maybe your kid likes crunchy stuff. So try spinach or he doesn't eat carrots, but he tried carrots. He he ate one, but he just liked the fact that it was crunchy and he would just like chew it y'all and just leave it in his mouth i'm like dude first of all you're wasting the the <laughs> the green stuff but i'm letting you try it out to see if you like it and yeah, i think he the jury's still on that. like he's trying to figure it out he's trying to figure out if he likes it or not and like just the world of eating different stuff for him is starting to open up so i want to know what do you all do to get your kids to try new foods did you introduce these foods when they were younger if not how do you change the way that they're eating that would be very interesting to me very interesting to me because i see different i see different stuff between my daughter and the youngest my daughter will try anything yeah i mean anything if it smells good she'll try it but she is a potato girl all the way. She likes them fried. She likes them mashed. She likes them baked. She likes them steamed. She loves potatoes. And some days I have to get on her case because she just wants to eat the potatoes and nothing else. Another thing that I found interesting too is that um, with breastfeeding, maybe it's with breastfeeding or maybe it's just in my imagination. I don't know. My two youngest, they do or our two youngest, they do not like meat as much. I don't know what that says. I don't know if it's in any scientific testing or experiments. I have no clue, but they are not meat eaters. They are really geared towards like eating the healthier type foods. Even when it comes to like candy and stuff like that, there's only so much that they can take before they like, no, we can't do this anymore. One of the things that I've noticed that they liked a lot too uh, for a snack, I don't know if some kids like, no, of course they like candy every now and then and chips and stuff like that. Well, our son, he's really into pretzels and he's really into, let's say, um, what else is he into? He's into like popcorn and so so is our daughter. She really, really loves popcorn and doesn't have to be salted or anything. So I really find that interesting because our oldest, he, that's not it. If it don't have flavor, he ain't eating it. But I can say that introducing water when they were younger, it helped so much. It really has because they are not juice drinkers or really drink pop and stuff like that. Of course, when they get it, they're very happy about getting it. But for the most part, just introducing water in place of juice was, you know, a big difference. And even when they got to the point where they were allowed to, like, drink water first starting off, because, you know, if it's going to only have, like, milk. But once you get past that and you're able to introduce water, even at nighttime, we started giving them water. And so now that's what they request. And I find that very interesting because I see that people that gave their kids maybe milk at bedtime, that they don't request water so often. And I also noticed like with their teeth, with their teeth alone, like water really helped considering sometimes they just don't 
they just don't be brushing. <laughs> sometimes they don't brush well. Let's say that sometimes they just don't brush well or they, my daughter for a long time, she was afraid of the uh, toothbrush. It wasn't electric or anything. It was just like the bristles on the brush. I think they were irritating her and they didn't make her feel good. So it took us a long time to try to get her to brush. But thankfully, because she drank enough water, all that sugar and stuff didn't just sit on her teeth. Yeah, when I'm saying it was a struggle to get her to brush, I'm talking about total meltdown. Total meltdown when it came to brushing. You know, I just got really lucky in... I just got really lucky in an area where they were accepting water and that's their beverage of choice. Well, y'all done probably got way off topic here. I just really wanted to uh, share the story. It wasn't a very long story about breastfeeding and how my son called me a cow and where we went from there as far as like eating and drinking and stuff like that. I'm hoping this was somewhat entertaining to you all. Hopefully you all can send me an email stating what you want to hear next. Uh, What, what stories you would like to hear? Do you want to hear about when we found out that all three of them were autistic? Do you want to know about how we deal with it on a day-to-day basis? Like, what do you all want to know? Do you want to know more tips and tricks on what we do as a family and how we, like, kind of get together? And what would you like to hear? I would like to hear your comments, suggestions, anything. And I'm going to try, y'all. I'm going to try to look up some cool music to put at the entrance that'll be great i think i found a song that i really like but i would like to say thank you all for listening to not only this podcast and this episode but the past podcast because it's really keeping me going just to see that people are watching and listening and they want to know more so i would really like to bring content to you all that you all will truly enjoy i want to say thank you for listening And always, if today was rough, tomorrow will be better. Thank you all. Speak to you next time.